much for that. Um, uh, Mr. Moore, let's just get this out of the way real quick because I was at Liz, uh, Liz LeCue's house and if you don't know, she's the national or she's the NVP of Southern California. Now all these other executive directors come to me like, so how are you related to Jeremy? How are you related, how are you related to Jeremy Moore? I was like, well, it's so obvious he's my grandpa. You guys all know that, right? No, I'm just joking with you. <laughs> um, we're not related. We're not related at all. It just so happens to have the last name and um, it's just more, more poetic that way. But I'm sure we're related somehow. We, we may, my grandpa came to California from the Dust Bowl. So that's Oklahoma, right? So I'm figuring there's got to be some type of connection there. All right. So uh, we'll figure that out one day. And then we'll say Ken Moore needs to add me to his will. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Anyways, guys, listen, I got. I, I just really want to say this. Um, thank you so much, uh, Mr. Jeremy Moore, Stephanie Moore. Thank you guys so much for everything. I remember the first time I came onto this Zoom and to see that there was already a system in place by people who have decades of experience, th three generations of experience. I remember the first time I saw that, I was just blown away. And I remember talking to my team. Um, and at that time, my team was really my warm market. And I remember telling them, I am not, we cannot let this go for granted. What, what they have here is so powerful. We would be crazy to say we're going to reinvent this or do it different. There's so many ring earners on this Zoom. We're so small compared to what these massive legends are. We have to plug into what they do and take advantage of everything that they have. And if that's not the first note, then I don't know what is. But for those of you guys who don't know me, I just want to kind of tell you guys my story. And I remember when I was first getting to 20 months ago, 20 months ago, that's all that it was. I was first getting to PPLSI. I remember hearing everybody's story about like how they, um, if I get emotional, I apologize now because I got emotional last time I had to tell this. Um, I remember listening to everybody's story thinking, I wonder if their story is just really well polished or if they just kind of like wrote down a story that they thought would be really cool one day. And I didn't know really what to think about it. A lot of people have these great stories and um, here's really mine. And it's true in every, every word of it. No, there's no hyperbole in my story. 20 months ago, I was working two full-time jobs. I had to wake up before my kids would wake up and I'd get home after they've gone to sleep. And um, I didn't want to do that anymore. And um, I started talking to a guy named Brandon San Diego, who recruited my uncle. My uncle got me in contact with Brandon, and I figured out, hey, you know what? What this Brandon San Diego guy's doing, I want to do it too. And I uh, signed up in the parking lot of my second job when I was about to start my second shift. And you know, financially, we were doing pretty good. I'm not going to lie, we were making good money. And um, but as a father and a husband, I was not feeling like I was doing too good because, uh, again. I would only kiss my kids and they were asleep so they couldn't kiss me back and this went on for a long time and um i wanted to change that you know, i never got any you know hate from my family or anything like that because they knew i was working hard but i didn't feel like i was doing good enough so when i got involved in pplsi i i knew what my why was before i got started no one told me to write down my why i thought about my why when i saw this opportunity and um you know after a few weeks I quit that second job. And I was like, this is now my second job. I'm going to treat PPLSI like my second job now. And just right then and there, I was able to win back some time with my family. And I've, I've missed a lot of things with my family. I missed my son being born. I was in Afghanistan when that happened, right? I take off for these trainings. Um, nowadays, because of this company, it got to the point where I was making too much money to go to work anymore. So I had to quit my other job too. So now I'm a full-time stay-at-home mom. Or myself, my wife's a full-time stay-at-home mom. I'm a full-time stay-at-home dad. 
and we're always with our kids. I spend so much time with my kids and I don't ever take that for granted because I know how much, how hard it was for me to work to get to this point where I am now and I know what sacrifice is. So I sacrificed really hard to get to this point. And since I came back from South Carolina, March 23rd, I haven't had a job. This is the only job that I have now is PPLSI, but I'm working from home. I just took my kid baseball shopping. So he's getting ready for T-ball, spent all time with my family, all the time. And it's just fantastic. And it's all thanks to this company. But if anyone's been paying attention to me and they've kind of seen me come up here, I want to just let you guys know this. This hasn't been like a straight path where I'm much like, oh, started here and it just went straight to the top and I'm something special. My career was really like this in PPLSI. I've probably rebuilt my business like three times now because I just made mistakes um, along the ways. And I remember when I would go down, I remember one time I went down and my company tank, my organization wasn't doing really good. I was thousands of dollars in chargebacks. My retention was really bad and I was working really hard. I was recruiting a lot of people and I'm like, well, I'm, I'm doing so much activity. I'm recruiting so many people. Why is my organization doing so bad? And it's because I wasn't getting my new people paid. I was recruiting people and I wasn't getting them paid. And after I made that change, we shot up and it's been hard, like just a rock solid foundation, consistent, because getting new people paid was the change that I needed to do in my business to make it happen. I want to let you know, if you guys are in the bad spot, just remember that God puts challenges and obstacles in the way to keep the weak and undeserving from success. So I remember when I was in that tough spot, I remember just kind of like having like a Zen moment where I'm like, oh, it's all good. Because this is the moment right here where God said, do you deserve this, Kevin? Now's your time to build it back up. Because making mistakes, it was all on me. I wasn't mad at the company. I was mad at myself because I made mistakes that hurt my company. But it's a learning experience. You learn from your mistakes. So remember that if you're one, all this stuff's fixable. Um, but I just want to let you guys know that there was no secret sauce to like, oh, this guy just got a free ticket. No, it was a lot of work and I earned it, right? And now we're doing really good full time. This is all that I do. And I just started this thing just to get a couple hours back to my family. I had no idea that this would turn into what it has come today. And I'm so thankful to, for PPLSI, the system they had in place. And I'm thankful for the team, my wife for supporting me. And of course, everyone on the more success team, because I, I know I talked to so many of you guys throughout this time and so many of of you who are like legends inside this um, organization influenced me so much in order to get to this part that there is. So if you're new, I want to let you know that there's a team here that loves you and cares about you and wants you to be successful too. So that's kind of my story, guys. Now let's give, I just want to open your mind to the possibilities here. So before I get into some substance, I want to make sure that we have our mindset in the right way to learn. So I'm going to share a quick video with you guys. So just sit back and enjoy this quick video and we're going to talk about it afterwards. Let me share my screen here. You guys see the screen? Thumbs up. Boom. Wait. Let me. I need to share the noise. Share sound. There we go. Hear the noise? Cool. Whoa. That's not good. Oh, I don't need this. I'm already late. Somebody will come. Anybody out there? Do you have a phone? No. Sorry. Somebody! Hello? There are two people stuck on an escalator and we need help. Now, would somebody please do something?
don't believe this. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> I'm gonna cry. <laughs> well, there's nothing else left to do. Sit. Hello? Hey, don't worry about it. I'll fix it in a second. <laughs> he said he can fix it. <laughs> All right. All right. That's more like it. He says he can fix it. What I love about that video is that we all laugh at those people like they're complete fools. You have two feet. God gave you two feet. You're obviously capable of working. And yet, instead of you just come up with the solution to the problem, you're going to rely on somebody else to come and save you. And although it's easy to laugh at those people, isn't it true that you, we see all the time that a lot of us are always doing that too? We complain about the government. We complain about taxes. It's the Republicans. It's the Democrats. It's the economy. It's Russia. It's my neighbor down the street. It's because I was born this way. I look this way. People treat me this way. We always make all these excuses saying we're not where we want to be because of him or her or anybody. But really, here in the United States, in the 21st century, in Canada, it's really on us. It's the decisions that we make that will determine where we're going. And it's up to us. Yeah, sometimes bad things could happen. But it's about how we react to that. Do we have other options out there? And here at PPLSI, we have an opportunity. So if your business isn't where you want to be, you want to be at, you have the ability to do more about it. You can't just say, well, if my upline was better, if the compensation plan was better. I mean, if you're saying those things, you're not understanding the opportunity that you have here. People go to bed every single night praying to God, God, if there's just a way I can make an extra $500 tonight, if I could just make an extra $500 a month, I could, I could send my kids to a better school. I could pay off some debt. Um, I could, you know, help my, help my, uh, parents who are getting older, right? I could get myself out of this burden that I have here. I put my kids in a better home if I just had an extra $500 a month. There's people that do that every single time. We have an opportunity to it, and we need to be able to share that opportunity with other people. And if you're the one of the people who are saying those things, you have an opportunity here to change that in Legal Shield. So I just want to get your mind set right to don't be the fool on the escalator who's not using the next foot to get up the, uh, to the next step just because the escalator stopped. It's now your turn to start momentum to get yourself to that next level that you want to go to and stop waiting for somebody else or to recruit somebody else to do it for you. It's up to you to get there. Some of us are saying, I'll become an executive director when I recruit the right person. I'm going to tell you, that's not a good, that's not, what happens if that new person doesn't come? It's up to you to make those decisions to have the activity so that you consistently have new people coming in and that you use those people to get new people, to get new people, to get new people. Let me put it to you this way. A lot of people say, I'm going to find people who are interested in Legal Shield, and then I will expose them to Legal Shield. I want to challenge you to do something different. Expose everybody to Legal Shield and bring in who's, who's interested. Again, don't find out who's interested in Legal Shield, then expose them. Expose everybody, and then find out out of all those people you expose who's interested, and then bring them in. And so I want to talk about focusing on income producing activity. Focus on your warm market. That's where the that's where the biggest fish are and that's where it's easiest to go, okay? Everyone you know, you need to add these people to your list. Be intention, intentional about it. Make a real list. Open up an Excel sheet if you use Excel or use an actual piece of paper and write a list of everybody you know. 
and you don't have to go expose them right away, but you need to have a place to go when it's getting near the end of the month. You haven't made performance club. You say, I need to look at my list. Oh, I haven't exposed Bob yet. Now I know he's been someone I haven't been able to expose and always add to the list. Here's another thing that people do. People do this and they get to, they build a funky energy about them. That's a little bit offsetting. You ever try to go into the cold market and try to recruit people and bring them into legal shield. So you go up there and you bump into someone, you start a conversation with them. And then you think, okay, now's my chance. I better start exposing them to legal shield. Now I'm going to tell you something. You don't have to do that. You could actually just get their information and reach back out to them later on. So I know we expose two people a day, but here's what I do. I expose two people a day off of my list and I always add two other people to my list when I expose those two. Does that make sense? Does everyone get that? You don't have to find someone brand new. Like you don't have to meet someone at the baseball game and then expose them legal shield. You could just, or PPL site, you could just get their contact information and reach out to them a week later and say, hey, you know what? I've been thinking about you over the last week since I last time, last time we talked. And you know, you said something really interesting. I don't know if you'd be interested or not, but I have something I've been working on and I can't stop thinking that you would be a good fit for this. What you're doing right there is you're not making it weird. You had a great conversation with them. They enjoyed that conversation. And then a week later or two days later, you tell them, you know, I've been thinking about you for the last couple of days. Think about how powerful that is. You've been thinking about them for the last couple of days. You're making them feel important. I'm going to try to talk fast. So if you guys are taking notes, go for it. Because there's a lot of things I want to um, really hit on here. Um, I want to talk about doing the mundane things in a great way. Okay, because I see a lot of this in some in, in some aspects. You know, showing up to an event is a mundane thing. You, anyone could do it. Showing up here on Zoom, anybody could do it. Okay, but I made a decision early on that if I'm going to be on all these Zooms, whether I like it or not, and rather if I'm if, rather if my team's on there or not, I'm going to show up to this Zoom. I'm going to do it in a great way. I'm going to be engaged in the conversation. I'm going to dress nice, and I'm going to make sure my lighting's good and all that stuff just so I could build the energy that's important to hear. And I do that out of respect for everybody else. And I know all the leaders do it too, right? You do it because what happens if somebody finally, they had that one person on their list that they've been waiting to expose to this and, and show them opportunity for a long time, right? Maybe it's their religious leader and they bring them to a Zoom. And imagine if I show, and if I'm one of just the people inside the Zoom, I'm wearing a wife beater and a, and a baseball cap and I'm looking at my phone like this, like, and I'm just kind of making a weird scene, a lot of movements and stuff like that. That would be, I, would I be on the Zoom? Yeah. You say, yeah, Kevin was on the Zoom today. But doing mundane things greatly kind of builds out a karma in the atmosphere and builds up an energy that builds everybody up. So kind of have that intention that what you're going to do, you're going to do it in a great way. You're going to have a positive attitude and you're going to do it right. I'm going to talk to you guys about how to never run out of recruits here. Get referrals. Reach out to people all the time. And in a lot of ways, I, rec I recruit people not by by exposing them to legal shield but by asking for them referrals so here's a great one i'll go on my list and if there's a guy from like just say a guy named chris from high school i haven't talked to him for a long time i could reach out to chris and say hey chris i could do it on the phone or through facebook hey chris hey it's been a long time since i met you from high since we talked in high school i know it was, we haven't talked in a long time but hey guess what i'm working for a multi-billion dollar company right now and i'm a recruiter for them and i don't know if you'd be interested in this but hey do you know anyone who would be interested and making money right away from home part-time maybe chris says yeah me but also he might say you know what my sister has been looking for something she just got laid off and she or my cousin uh has kids and they're hiring a nanny and they want to work from home too you said this is work from home 
yeah, okay, great. Give me their, give me their information. I'd like to talk to them. So asking for referrals, you kind of indirectly also get a chance to expose somebody on there. So while we've got a little bit of time here, I want to give another nugget to everybody. If you want to increase the amount of the, the, the um, return on investment of the exposures, right? Don't text message people an exposure and say, watch this, get back to me. If there's a better way, if possible. I mean, do if, you, if that's all you could do, do that. Here's something that's even better. You go up to the person you want to expose and say, hey, I have something I want to show you. Sit down with me and I'll, let's watch this together. I have something I want to show you. If they're far away, say, hey, come on Zoom. I have something I want to show you. And you put them on Zoom and then you share your screen and then you show them the 20 minute presentation on Zoom. Because well, here's what people do. And I know I'm gonna pick on people right now. I know that there's people right now, I can see you on your camera in a different tab, shopping online right now, instead of not paying attention to me. There's people right there doing that. And you're not being intentionally great at what you're doing right now. And that's what your prospects are gonna do when you expose them to Legal Shield and you send them a 20 minute video. So you have to keep, you have to sit next to them and show them the video so that they're paying attention. You need to, as live events start picking up, you need to bring them to the live event and sit next to them. That way their focus attention is on it. It's the 21st century folks. People don't have the same attention span that they used to back in the olden days. I'm talking about the nineties, okay? <laughs> I, got, I got a lot of people just cussing at me. I got a couple people flip me off right there. Oh, it's okay, I'm joking with you. I'm in the army, I could take it. So do that, that will increase your return on investment. And I'm gonna return on investment, I'm talking about the videos that you're sending. So if you're sending two a day and you're still non-performance club, try that one out for a size. And last thing, here's a great script for three-way phone calls. I'll tell you what, there are some people like Dave Hall, who is a master of three-way phone calls, best I've ever heard. He will get you the best return on investment. So here's his phone number and we're all gonna use him. No, I'm joking, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Listen, here's how you do a three-way phone call. Everybody, it's so easy, okay? This is what me and one of my associates do all the time. His name's Scott. I after a new associate seen a live event or the 20 minute PBR, uh, uh, private business overview, we call Scott. I tell Scott, hey man, I got Jackie on the phone right now. She just watched the PBR, okay? She just watched it. I told her she has to talk to you. Scott's gonna do this. He's gonna say, hey Jackie, what'd you like best? I like that too. You know, prior to Legal Shield, and then he tells her sto his story and what it means to him now. And then he just says this last thing and this is how we close him. So Jackie, have you filled out your application already or is that what you and Kevin are about to do right now? And she has two options here. She could rather say, yes, I already filled the application, but we know she hasn't. The other one is, oh, well, we're about to do that right now. And right then and there, okay? Now here's the thing, here's what some of you all do. You guys go, I got one, woo! And you guys all start celebrating that you got a new associate. That doesn't mean Jack. It doesn't mean Jack until you get them to senior associate. And then you plug them into these events, guys. We got 52 people on this call. We should be quadrupling that by next year. Because if you're not recruiting people and bring them into events, what, what, what did you do? You just made a, you made a linear income. We're not in this for the linear income, not all of us. A lot of us are here, like myself, I major in the networking side. You have to bring people to these meetings and you have to plug them in. This, these events, making a decision to be on these events every week, that's your foundation. You cannot be the fool who built, you know, who built their house on the sand. Be the person who built their house on the rocks so when the flood came in, the house was okay. I think there's a story about that somewhere. I don't know, maybe in a good book. But 
these events, plug it in every week, whether you like to or not, this is your foundation. And you cannot, will not, it's impossible to build a big business that will get you to executive director and stay there unless you have a foundation and these weekly Zooms are it, okay? You also have your regional events that you need to go to too. Build from event to event and track how many new people you build to your events. Stay in Performance Club, track your income, and do everything with the intent to do it greatly. And with that, great things will come. I look forward to learning from you guys when you guys become the new executive directors of the More Success team. Thank you so much. You absolutely killed it, man. That was awesome. Absolutely awesome. Nugget after nugget after nugget. And what's so powerful, guys, is this, this is not coming from uh, Dave Hall that has been doing this for, for 20 years. It's not coming from Harold Pence that's been doing this for 30, almost 35 years. It's not coming from Barbara Manley Wilson that's been doing this for 16, 17 years. This is coming from somebody that's 20 months in the business and has taken this thing and, and, and the consistent activity. And he said it, mastering the mundane, doing the little things, focusing, you know, I mean, man, I, it was perfect. Absolutely perfect. And before, everything, before I say anything else, thank you for your service, my friend. Uh, thank you for what you do for, for our country. Um, in addition to that, I mean, the story is incredible, uh, but it, it's just what's, what inspires me is, yes, right now, and, and think about what's going on in the world in the last 20 months. What's going on in the world in the last 20 months, but hasn't used that as a, an excuse, hasn't used it as an obstacle, hasn't used the fact that he had two full-time jobs and he's serving his country as an excuse or a reason why not. He used it as a reason why to, as a reason, as opposed to a reason why not to, you know. Um, man, Mr. Moore, thank you so much for pouring into us tonight. That was absolutely fantastic, spot on. Uh, I think I, I might have said that that same thing, in, those exact same words in the in the chat. But uh, man, incredible job, my friend! I can't wait. Uh, this is just one another small reason that you need to be in San Antonio this summer. If you want to hear more of that, you need to be in San Antonio in just a handful of weeks. Um, but uh, again, uh, Mr. Moore, thank you for your time. Congratulations on your success, and uh, can't wait to celebrate you live and in person and meet your entire family in just a, in just a very few short weeks in San Antonio. But again, congratulations. and Thank you so much, my friend. All right, guys, we're, um, we're, uh, we're, we're right up against the uh, time limit tonight. Uh, again, uh, May 12th is the deadline for the room reservation for San Antonio, May 12th, the room block definitely closes and they will release those rooms to the general public and we will no longer have those rates. So uh, May 12th, which is Thursday. So don't wait till Thursday. There's only five left. There's only five left. So take advantage of that right away. Um, in addition, plug in next Sunday uh, or next Monday night. We're going to have another fantastic call, but there's live events uh, happening all across North America this Saturday, uh, Friday, Saturday. There's things on Sunday. Um, take a look, pull up that calendar. Then pull up your list. Who on your list can you plug into those live events and build your business from coast to coast? Whether it's in the uh, you know in the uh, in the Northwest to see Mr. Parrish, or you know I know they're having events in Southern California and they're having events 
down in Florida and they're having events in, in, in the Northeast, in the Midwest. And guess what? Even right here in Oklahoma, we're having events. And so, uh, you know, get your folks out, get them exposed. Live events is where the magic happens. Um, you know, big decisions made at big events and the most effective way. And this comes straight from uh, Papa himself. There's great ways to do this business, but the most efficient and effective way is always eyeball to eyeball, belly button to belly button. And the best way to do that is to get your folks out to these live events this weekend. And, um, and with that, guys, I want to say uh, one more time, thank you, Mr. Moore. Outstanding job, man. I can't, I can't, uh, I'm just excited. If you can't tell, I'm, <laughs> that was awesome. I mean, think about this, guys. It's 20 months, 20 months. Uh, and you get that up. Anyway, okay, I digress. I tend to do that a lot. But uh, above all else, always, 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 guys, keep God number one in each and every one of your lives. Keep your family second. And this thing we call PPLS uh, third, everything else will take care of itself. God bless you all and have an incredible week, everyone. Good night.